0: Oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. All right, Dave, it's recording now. Whenever you're ready, you go for it. Right. Whew. All
1: right. Game face.
0: Ooh, it's even uglier than your regular face.
1: (laughs) You see my uh, sex face. Ooh.
0: (laughs) I think we got our intro. (laughs) Get right into it, buddy.
1: Uh, All right. Good evening, folks. Uh, Welcome to the Dynasty Football Live podcast. We have people here to discuss things. And if time permits, we'll also discuss some stuff. Uh, Those people I speak of are Jason, Tyler, and Nicholas. And, of course, I'm your handsome, sexually active host. Remember that? (laughs)
0: All right. <laughs> if you listen to last week, that makes more sense.
1: <laughs> and anyway, the week before that and so forth and so on. So we have a, a note in here. I don't know who put this in here, but it's uh, it's, it's new to the doc here. It's a note on the Texans. Yes, yeah, so I was going to talk about the game once he introduced it. Oh, okay.
2: So. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's why it's below the part that you right. haven't read yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He he used to read what was on the teleprompter.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. Season is ready to kick off tomorrow night, Thursday Nighter, with the Texans versus the Chiefs. Any predictions, guys? I know Ty has one here right below, fantasy wise or other. Well, Dave, I do have a note. (laughs) Please share. The Texans have the highest
2: vacated target percentage out of all that, all teams in the NFL. So it will be interesting to see what happens tomorrow night. Brandon Cooks looks is questionable. It looks like he's probably not going to play. Oh, that's good to so know. It co- so it could be a very big night for Will Fuller. If you're desperate, Randall Cobb will probably see some targets. David Johnson probably get some work out of the backfield receiving, so that'll be interesting. But, uh, yeah, it's probably not going to be a good night for the Texans.
0: What about the tight end sitch there?
3: They got three tight ends there.
0: Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Which one's going go to get the worst?
3: It's Aikens, Fells. Well, I think Old Man Fells brings in uh, Old Man Fells uh,
1: a six uh, a six pointer Thursday night. There's a prediction for you. A little touchdown for Fellsies.
0: One yard, That's six like points. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I,
3: I'm really excited for Will Fuller until he exits the second quarter with a hamstring injury. I'm pretty excited yeah. for those first two quarters. He might
2: have 100 yards by then, though. <laughs>
3: yeah, he might. Yeah,
2: he do, he does look damn good when he's healthy playing with Deshaun oh, Watson. So he does. I'm, if only you could I'm start a guy. To start him tomorrow night.
0: If you could start a guy for one quarter. That's the guy to start. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of managing, but, <laughs> and then uh, fill him in with somebody else. That'd be the guy to start.
1: What about uh, Duke Johnson Jr.? It is Junior not senior? Right? He's the son. Um, he's still in the backfield. Do you think he'll get any more action? like the
0: uh, Cooks isn't playing.
3: Eh, no? Yeah,
0: no. I'm not that interested in Duke Johnson. I mean,
3: if they're trailing, probably late in the game, they'll probably go to a more of a passing package, and maybe Duke will get in. I mean, David Johnson's still excellent out of the backfield as well. But
1: yeah. I'm just asking yeah. because I have a, that team I have is very lacking in running backs. I think Duke's one of those.
3: So.
0: <laughs> I feel like the, the cost that Bill O'Brien paid. Yeah.
3: Uh, w- I wouldn't really even be comfortable putting him in a flex spot, to be <laughs> no, honest with you, but bad. if you're desperate. So you, start. you guys,
0: uh, guys starting Pat Mahomes? No.
3: I think it think might
2: be starting all the Chiefs. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch anyway, for the, especially if you're a Chiefs fan.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah be a lot of fun if you're a Chiefs fan yeah, i think Dave johnson's
0: gonna be interesting to watch because bill o'brien you know gave away pretty much the entire team to get him so we'll, we'll what see. do you think the
3: over under is on the amount of times they bring up the deandre hopkins trade tomorrow night on the uh telecast uh
0: probably more than the over under the amount of times we're gonna bring it up tonight <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yep. they might bring it up more than the texans actually score points so yep
0: yeah, yeah, yeah the texans like
1: are projected for what 23 points i think they might bring up 24 25 <laughs> I, I think yeah, so. Their defense has got uh, got to have their hands full. It'd be interesting to see what Hilaire does week one.
3: Just see if he disappoints a few people. But oh, there. I think yeah. regardless of whatever happens, Twitter will be a disaster because if he blows up, it'll be a disaster. If he fails or doesn't live up to expectations, it'll be a disaster. It's so, that. Twitter right. Twitter's also, generally also always see, a disaster. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: say, it's going to say it's a disaster. Twitter,
2: shoot. it is. We'll see uh, if Sammy Watkins has his uh, week one uh, shine again.
0: If so, <laughs> he to do that some- so.
1: Yeah, if you still have them, sell them if he does. Absolutely. All right. um, Well, first thing we want to calmly discuss in an organized manner is some running back news. Uh, We have a signing, followed by a trade. Then we have a cut, all in that exact order, followed by miscellaneous, a cut, and another miscellaneous. So we got some guys to talk about. And I think the first guy on the list is what a a signing. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt. He uh, just got signed to an extension. Uh, pretty good chunk of change there, guys. Thirteen and a quarter million. That's a lot of money for In today's
0: uh, inflation. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not the. Cle- he's obviously he's not the clear cut starter. It's Nick's job, so Nick Chubb, not Nick uh, Young. Here, I haven't seen him run, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sure he'd be all right. A, a cross between a turtle and uh, a clam, I'd say.
0: Yeah. So he scuttles. He's a scuttler. Like he's a more, scuttler
3: more of a scuttler. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's, a <game laughs>
3: There's come
1: scuttles. <laughs> scuttles.
0: Remember last year we were gonna do our own little I don't know, I guess it would have been this year. We we're gonna do our own little uh Oh yeah, dash. Yeah. We we only got as
2: far as measuring our hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I blame I blame COVID. That's that's the hundred percent. Yeah, moment, it was right? COVID. Like, yeah, yeah, we totally would have done it. It ruined our combine.
2: Yeah. I was eliminated after I was training for that. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> I, I was
0: stretching my hands for weeks, boys.
1: Weeks. <laughs> <sighs>
3: uh,
1: okay, uh, back on to uh, who am I talking about? I don't know. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. That's who we're talking about. So you got a big deal. Uh, does that make him a bigger deal now that he's got this big deal? We know he's going to be uh, part of the offense. Uh, I'm excited to see that Browns offense. Actually, there's a lot of uh, there are mouths and they need to be fed. He's one of them. How does this affect Chubb? I think that's our Biggest concern because we're more focused on that guy if he's uh, your workhorse in the backfield.
2: Yeah, he definitely – I mean, Chubb did take a hit last last season when Kareem Hunt came into play. Um, so it, it maybe it limits his upside a bit, but me, I'm not worried about Nick Chubb. I think he's one of the best pure runners in the NFL. They're going to find touches for him. It's a new offense. Kevin Stefanski's there. So we don't know how they're going to deploy them exactly. Kareem Hunt will probably still be more of the passing – Passing down guy, because Chubb's not a great pass catcher, but he'll continue to get a lot of runs, and he's due for some positive touchdown regression too.
0: Yeah,
2: I agree. I don't Jay? think
0: I don't think is he's going to be. I think he's going to be better than last year. I think with with like Ty said with Kevin Stefanski coming in, uh, I think they're going to run the ball even even a little more than they did last year. And I think I think if anything, Kareem Hunt is the beneficiary of more than more than Chubb will be as Chubb. far as the workload goes. Uh, I think that's a pretty good one-two combo in the backfield. Chubb's going to get a lot of goal line work, and if they can get to the end zone this year, then I think that's going to be a benefit for him for sure. And, and, the biggest and they thing. were productive. Yeah. They were productive last year too, together. It's not like it's not like Chubb fell off the map when Hunt started playing.
2: say so uh, so in the weeks that they played together, which is weeks 10 to 17, Chubb, uh, per game, averaged 18 carries, but only two targets. He was the PPR running back 15, whereas Hunt was 5.4 carries, five targets, and he was the PPR running back 17. So pretty close actually in fantasy. Yeah. Interesting. But a lot closer than I thought actually. Hunt was pretty The workload yeah. was a lot higher for, for rushing though for, for Chubb big time. Yeah.
0: What do you yeah, guys do you guys see uh, Chubb as an RB1 and Hunt as an RB2 this year? Stands to reason. Tough. Yeah. Uh, I mean I
1: think can I think. That? Can I, think
3: throw, Chubb, yeah. I think Chubb's border. I think he's on the borderline one two right now for me. Um I actually feel more confident about Kareem Hunt finishing as an RB2 than I do Nick Chubb as an RB1, not because of the talent, but just because it just clouds the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I look at Kareem Hunt, I think this actually, it's going to drop his ADP because I think a lot of people that own Kareem Hunt were of the mindset that, okay, he's going to leave Cleveland this year and he's going to go to a spot where he's going to be a starter. And now that's not going to happen for another two more years. So I think for many people, I know of when I when I owned him in a couple spots. I was hoping he would go somewhere else and become the lead back once again. Yeah. So I'm curious yeah. to see how this all plays out. It's going to be a fun team to watch. I don't know. Uh, this could impact the wide
1: receivers maybe a bit too. I think we said Ter- that
0: last year, and I hope this year we're right that this could be a fun yeah. team to yeah. watch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: we did, yeah. Oh yeah, we have uh, a buddy that has been a Browns fan for years, and it really you got a feel for these guys because they they, they stay with the team Dave, and
0: they were Bills fans. No pity. No, no, no pity. I have, I have other. No, friends, I know. Okay. I'm saying no pity from us. We, we, Bills know, fans. we know what we it's know like.
1: What it's oh, like. I that Super Bowl run where he kept going and
3: and to the city. Sure, yeah, well. yeah, it was five. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, I don't think I was born dig, yet. Dig, dig the dagger a little further into our hearts. By the way, hey, what's, uh, what's going
0: for? Okay, I think the biggest difference though is Bills fans had hope. Browns fans just <laughs> they knew. don't have it. You like those fans <laughs> from the from the Cleveland Indians during the Major League uh movies? where they're just <laughs> yeah. like constantly just be like, ah, oh, these guys are terrible. That, that's that's Browns fans. They're the football version of the, of the Indians fans from Major League movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Great film.
0: All right, Wonderful. let's uh,
1: move on, for starters, uh, to Josh Jacobs. Now, as I indicated earlier, this one involves a trade. Not Josh Jacobs, of course. But the Raiders have traded Lynn Bowden, who was a third-round pick this past year. Uh, and a sixth rounder in 2021 to the Dolphins for a fourth rounder. What a uh, crazy trade, you know? It's great asset management, absolutely. Yeah. The old uh, <laughs> the old
2: trade a trade a third and a six for a fourth. Great, you don't see that often. A third, a
0: third <laughs> with a kicker <laughs> for a fourth in a draft that's not supposed to be necessarily as good as the draft that just happened.
1: And exactly. there was some excitement about, about around Lynn for a bit because he's a bit of a
2: hybrid, is he not? Looks like he's gonna be a wide receiver in Miami. I think the running back thing failed, receiver. but he was
1: drafted as a hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was Tavon. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and he finds
2: a way to get him back. Yeah. <laughs> I was say Tavon Austin. Get in early. Get in early. Ding ding,
0: ding 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 okay.
1: ding. Everybody drink. Uh, <laughs> I did also. Did the Raiders? Oh, I didn't see this cut. Oh, they cut Fuel Riddick too. Oh,
2: yeah. So it's ahead, Booker and uh, Jalen Richard behind Josh Jacobs. I, I love so, my Richard shares. I'm really I mean, prone. if you're, you're a Josh Jacobs owner, this is all, this is all plus. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
2: He looks like he's going to have a path to more targets. I think he's one of those running backs kind of sitting on the, you know, the kind of the second tier of elite fantasy running backs, dynasty running backs that this time next year, he could be up in that tier one. Yep.
0: Yeah.
2: Make that jump this
1: year. He's got the
0: opportunity. Josh Jacobs out. or Nick Chubb for you guys? Who would you rather own? Well, that's a, that's
1: been a question that's come around Twitter a few times too. I've seen i'd rather own Mm -hmm. josh jacobs right now
3: me too yeah i think i'm jacobs well it's funny you bring sort of bring this up because ty and i were discussing the other day we were discussing whether you'd rather have jonathan taylor or josh jacobs right now because i love Mm -hmm. i mean i love josh jacobs as well both and they're that close that it was difficult for both of us we sort of i was actually offered that trade straight up and i'm
2: the jonathan taylor owner and I was thinking about it. Then the guy pulled the trade, and I was just happy he pulled the trade because I did not know what to do. Yeah, yeah it's don't, you don't
0: make decision. a decision, especially with an unknown I like Jonathan yeah. Taylor. You know, he's such a freak, such a great. Yeah, I don't it's a know what he's offensive
2: do. line. I want to see what happens, but I think my team's competitive this year. I think I I, I was going to accept Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. for him, but now I'm kind of glad I don't
1: have to. I was called yeah, a yeah, freak. So, so close. I still I was called a freak last Friday, actually.
0: I, I'm I'm yeah. well. Yeah, of course you were. You you are a freak. You <laughs> fucking weirdo. But I honestly like. It wasn't because of your athleticism. I've always been yeah. on the Nick Chubb, the Nick Chubb bandwagon. Yes, he's so talented. I, I'm a Chubster. I'm a Chubber. I love yes. Chubb. And no uh, chub. I, right now, I would have to take Josh Jacobs over Nick Chubb, and I think that that pains me to say. I think the whole idea of uh, Limbo and going there as a third round pick, I didn't never. I never believed he was going to take much away from from uh, from Jacobs, but he was definitely going to take some passing work away from him. And Jalen Richard, I mean, he's not.
1: He's amazing. He's my starting running back in one of my league. He is amazing. <laughs> I've been mean, Duke. That's, that's not the same league as Duke, is it? No, I know. Oh, Sadly, I, I kind of wish it was. But so I'm, I'm shitty in two leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hurt in running back Whoa. position. Half my see, we we see a trend here, Dave. We see a trend. I love my wide receivers. Apparently, you know,
0: Dave, when you draft zero RB, it doesn't mean you don't ever <laughs> have a running back. It means you take them <laughs> later. <laughs>
1: zero <laughs> <laughs> be waiver wire only okay well most runs of 15 plus yards and 15 that's usually the round i take a running back apparently but uh <laughs> in 2019 15 plus yards we have the guys were exactly talking about chubb at 20 uh derrick henry another pure runner at 18 and then josh jacobs at 16 so these guys are good runners, but I think I don't know. Uh, Jacobs receiving uh, not so great. Am I wrong in saying that, or is I think no? He's more... got he's got
2: some receiving potential.
1: Okay, potential yeah, more more so than the guys ahead of him.
2: Yeah, he, he, he received a bit he'd been in college. Didn't get okay. used a ton last year, but he could be he could
1: be a forty five reception guy this year. I mean, it's not hard to catch a ball for fuck's sakes. Yeah, it's you catch the fucking ball then run with it until that well, or that or no
3: Yeah. But really, it's it, with Josh Jacobs. It's not a. Uh, it's not an inability to catch the ball. It's just he simply hasn't had the opportunity or volume to catch, yeah. exactly. catch the ball out of the backfield. So, precisely. Um, yeah. Okay.
1: Well, it looks like these guys looking, looking at the fantasy pro uh, RB rankings. Uh, we got covers McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott, Kamara, Cook, uh, Hilaire. and then we have uh, Taylor just ahead of Jacobs and Chubb at nine, and then Jacobs at ten, and and Chubb at eleven. So, and then Henry at twelve. So, those are all some. Uh, some names. Those are names. Think, yeah, there's are similar range. Personally,
2: I would take Josh Jacobs ahead of Miles Sanders and Joel Mixon at this point. I want to love Miles Sanders. Mixon's very close to me. Mixon is very close to me, but I like Jacobs a
0: lot. I do love me some Mixon.
1: Love me some Mixon. Okay. All right. This next one caused a cream-like substance to appear in Ty's pantaloons. That's pervice. It's Antonio Gibson with the recent departure of uh, one adrian peterson came a bit of a surprise to me but maybe it's not surprising i don't fucking know um and obviously guys which i think he's having he had some trouble with the law or something i don't remember but um oh he's not coming back he's not coming back uh one way or the other uh i think what do they got gives a so love right oh, i thought bryce love was on his way out
0: or is he still is he sticking no. out
1: no, he's, he's sticking around. There was talks of him being a
2: potential cut, but no, he's going to stick around. Looks like he might have a role, too.
0: He's pretty, okay. he's pretty talented. He just has to stay off the fucking IR.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and so that's a good place to be if you want to get points. Yeah, J.D. McKissick's listed as your starter right now, but that's kind of just a, you know give the veteran
1: the starter tag. I had him for a week when he was in Detroit.
0: I think and everyone's I had is. him for a week. Was, yeah. What slut. He's the, <laughs> he's the, he's the town, town bike of potential third-down running backs
1: yeah he's on back pages. had, him, page or
2: had him in seattle <laughs> had him in detroit <laughs> only only briefly for a night in
3: detroit <laughs> barbara I, I think i owned for a week when he's in tampa too was that like in a shady motel uh time oh very shady it was hourly yeah one of those coin operated beds
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know we, we we spoke about gibson on the last episode and um if we had, we had, Jay and I, you and I had sort of discussed an over under on 10 carries a game, and I was on the under like three days ago, yeah, but yeah. I think I was still of the mindset that this was still a Darius Geis backfield, and obviously that has significantly changed.
0: And you mean Adrian Peterson? And,
3: and Adrian Peterson yeah, Geis, as well. Geis like has I, was been still, gone. I was, right, but I was still thinking based off that. Mm-hmm. And I've changed my stance, and you were 100% correct the other day. I think he's going to be in the over now. It looks like, I mean, even Dwayne Haskins tweeted something out about, I think he retweeted a pro football talk, like who's the biggest sleeper at running back this year. And he tweeted out Antonio Gibson. So that tells yeah. you everything about what that offense is going to be. Antonio Gibson's going to be the running back. And that's exactly what mm-hmm. we, all of us have wanted to see all along. I'm just happy that, you know, it's going to happen. Absolutely. It's going to be incredible to watch. And
0: Ty's been, Ty, Ty's been all in on Gibson since day one. And yeah. I, I, I yes. was in on him, but uh, I was hesitant because Ty has got me all in on some running backs, but in the past, that have royally fucked me. Like Amir Abdullah. <laughs> just Abdulla. Justice Hill. But this time, this time, he's right. This, Is it? time it's good. Is this time's going to be different. 6'2", yeah, two, 228. Oh, Runs uh, like a it's wide it's receiver there. with running back size. Oh, oh, he simply, oh. he
1: simply, he's simply straight. He's breathtaking. He'll,
0: he'll, simply he's breathtaking. Breathtaking. He'll, <laughs> use that he's word, breathtaking. And I don't <laughs> use that word lightly. <laughs> No. He'll, he'll, catch those, he'll catch those flubbed passes from Dwayne Haskins and just... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man.
3: And also...
2: Just, just gonna say, you guys remember the last time AP was cut uh, for a surprising rookie?
3: Yes, Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Not
2: saying that uh, Gibson's the next Kamara, but I
3: think what, that's what you are next, saying. Next,
2: next Kamara.
0: Well, I think. Okay. <laughs> I, I think Gibson has the potential to be him, though. Size. Yeah. Yeah. He's got better size. He's got similar, Great similar skill set. Hands. Great hands. Oh, he could be a hand
1: model. To be honest. Uh, as long well, as they're they're bigger bigger than, those
3: irons. I'm pretty sure they were bigger than the seven and a half inches you uh you I'm, had there, Dave. Uh, that's I don't know what you're talking about there, <laughs> Nick. Uh, well, you signed an agreement at the anyways. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that.
2: Uh, we, have, we have an we have an NDA for this podcast. When uh the
0: good news is though, when Dave sends a dick pic, he always uses his hand for scale. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a banana.
1: No. <laughs> uh how kidding. that is. Um uh, I have a question for you guys because uh, again, as you know, I have some struggles at running back. Clearly, I am between Antonio Gibson, um, Marlon Mack, Chris Thompson. Antonio Gibson to starting? start to for start for week one or for week one. I think I'm starting Marlon Mack. <sighs>
2: Unless you need a really high upside play, if you're you know projected to lose considerably, then I might go Gibson. I need a lot.
1: I don't know what you're trying to say there, Ty. I don't, I'm not I'm not. I'm not. I'm not you know, this is the, I'm actually, sorry, Tanner is projected maybe by 22 points. So, Antonio yeah, Gibson. Yeah maybe, yeah, maybe throw Gibson in there and go
2: All for it. Right. Mar- Marlon,
0: Marlon Mack's going to be severely limited to, to to high upside, but he's probably going to get you some, like, close to a, what, is, what, is, uh, what his projection is. G- Gibson, he probably has Gibson the could have floor. two points. He could have 20 points. You never know. Yeah. Remember, remember last like, year during I, week one when David Montgomery looked like if they just gave him the ball, they'd win the fucking game? Yeah. Yeah. That could happen with Antonio Gibson this week where he just looks electric on a couple plays, but those plays yeah. are designed around his skill set and maybe the team's, you know. Yeah. All right.
2: And, and, and as good as Jonathan Taylor is, Marlon Mack will probably see as many or maybe more carries than him week exactly. one. That's do just the way quite. his
1: work is. I think, I think so. All right. Well, I'll keep that in advisement. Appreciate your, your opinions there. They do matter. Some, they do matter. Sometimes
0: football is like, it, like a really shitty union where the, the guys who are less talented but have the the time in just get the ball to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, I just realized that Adrian Peterson is on the Lions now. And I just realized I'm also in that same league starting carry on Johnson. So that's what, great. What what, what, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? what? You should see my receivers, Jay. Holy shit, that's some talent.
0: I hope so. I, I hope, hope so. so. <laughs>
1: So, you better have, uh, Adrian, J- you gotta
0: have Jerry Rice in his prime on that team. i will <laughs> fucking hoping.
1: Jerry Rice, yeah. Uh, Adrian Peterson signed a one-year, one-point-one million-dollar deal with the Detroit uh, Lions. Um, Lions. Lions called me today. I don't know why. Any impact <laughs> on the Lions' running back room? Like, is there Swift? I'm, I'm I'm keeping Swift on my bench for now. He's questionable anyway, so I'm not. Uh, for a guy like Swift, uh, that's a wait.
3: I think it probably impacts carry on more than it impacts Swift because there are probably more two down running backs and Swift will probably play some third down more of the pass catching role, maybe initially, but I mean, I'm not thrilled if I'm a Swift fan. I mean, it's, I mean, we've seen it now. Like we've been saying Matt Patricia wants to be the new England Patriots and play four different running backs and mess up your fantasy, uh, <laughs> your fantasy team so yeah, purpose. Uh, just to... I mean I think he's more of a nuisance than anything else he's kind of like maybe Frank Gore is going to be with the Jets a nuisance so sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah no like I'm, like out of all those guys obviously Swift has the
2: ability to just take the job and you know, finish the year as a top 10 running back but
1: well, it's, his, it's, it's, his back it's back
2: tough to, back to back rely back. on
1: that right now though it's tough like next read. year Peterson yeah. is yeah. isn't getting younger so it's the Swift's backfield next year the way I see it, well, yeah. it probably
0: 1.1 million too, they, they didn't invest much in him But but for a team that features Carrion Johnson and DeAndre Swift, you need that guy that that you know what he brings to the table. Carrion Johnson is supremely talented. I've been led to believe. I've yet to really see it on the field. <laughs> I, think I think they're
1: assuming that he's going to be injured, yeah. and that's why they're bringing. People and,
0: and DeAndre Swift is supremely talented. I've been led to believe, but I haven't seen it in the NFL. So at least now they have an NFL caliber running back who's not great anymore, but he's still going to he, he can still carry the ball when the, you know if Matt Stafford breaks his back, hopefully never again. But
1: again, wish, don't wish that upon I like anyone. Adrian
0: Peterson for me, I like him better with the Lions than I did with the Washington Football Team
1: nice good catch there you got that i did it i know uh <laughs> i agree with jay there i think it's definitely for peterson and for people who own peterson it's definitely a better spot than uh the-
3: i think
0: washington washington had that guaranteed i think if sign, you're like but a
3: swifter yeah. dobbins fans you're looking at okay i've invested in these players but hey, everybody Nick was uh frozen in time there for a moment now he's moving he's blinking again
1: so that's good signs welcome back buddy <laughs> i'm back
3: thank you thank you for your concern <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh but i think just to finish your thought um I think we said this last week too how we're such in a rush for these guys to get out there and be good from day 1. Swift is an investment like a few other guys from obviously the premier draft. He's going to be the next year starter for sure if everything goes well. He's just maybe not get what you want this year and that's just uh that's just a reality.
0: So, yep, no, don't no panic. one's getting what they want this year, Dave.
1: Well, let's hope people <laughs> it's panic. The
0: fucking worst year ever.
3: Yeah, but we can pounce on those panickers. All right. Oh, yeah. Pounce but on the panic. It probably looks like Jonathan Taylor and probably Clutterbuck Hilaire are probably the only two rookie running backs, maybe to get the lion's share, almost from the beginning. And the other guys worked their way in, and Dobbins and Swift more so in 2021. That's what I'm thinking now.
0: I think this year too. This year's like like this is going to be the the one season of NFL football where it's going to be it could potentially be the year of the backup, in the sense Mm -hmm. where yeah, one guy gets COVID, he's out for like a month. And you have a backup, like, especially with quarterbacks. Like, I feel like this is a good year to, to really look at you know, who, who's got a high-end backup, which quarterback likes to go to bars and, and kiss, kiss random strangers and whatnot. But, well, Sam Darnold. But I, I see the, you know, <laughs> Sam Darnold. Sam <laughs> Darnold goes from up mon- up, mono right to now. COVID. and. Uh, yeah. No, but it's, it's, this year, this year I think your depth is going to win you a league more than it would in any other season.
1: Absolutely. You got to be a little more on top of things this year. And before Ash, we're going to talk about that very soon.
0: But Dave, you you know what that means though? You know what that means? What? I'm pointing at you on the screen, but I know you can't see me doing that. You can see me pointing (laughs) just randomly at the wall, but that this means there's going to be some rookies available on, on waiver wires. So save your fab for players of impact for the future. Because mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the season where someone's going to panic because they lost their starting running back to COVID or something along those lines for a month. They go and pick up some veteran. You might be able to to really snag some good rookies or some second year players that guys are dumping mm-hmm. because of the the, the nature of the season.
3: Absolutely, mm-hmm. makes makes some room for them. Absolutely, it's almost better to be in a rebuilding situation. Like if your team is a rebuild, you can rebuild, you can you can you <laughs> can sit back and pick up some maybe some higher potential guys and.
1: I should hire somebody to do this for, like, to manage my team this year, like, because uh, I'm rebuilding. I need someone to be on this 24 hours.
0: I mean, um, really anybody else. But me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Touche. Oh, Zing. Uh, well, here's um, our last miscellaneous, then we're going to get on to what kind of Jay was alluding to. Uh, is mis- James Conner, uh, I think the Steelers coach uh, is Mike Tomlin, and this is what he said. Give or take. Uh, he is going to be the team's unquestioned. There's no question about it, apparently. Uh, he's going to be the bell cow. So um, he is their guy. I think I've kind of slept on him because I'm a little little concerned with Connor. Maybe it's just the health thing. But uh, he's going to be the guy in the backfield. Uh, there's other guys in there like McFarland, Benny Snell. Good old Benny Snell and uh, Jalen Samuels. I think he saw some playtime last year, did he not? Oh yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah, he's shone, uh for a little bit. I've invested in uh, Anthony McFarland. Um, how do you guys feel? Do you think Connor is definitely going to be the bell cow? And he, do you have any concerns with him uh, getting knocked out? Or, and if so, who's your backup? What are those guys are kind of named?
2: I think he's. I think he's absolutely the bell cow. And Mike Tallman's one of the few coaches left in the NFL that'll still use a three-down running back. So I think you can actually get James Conner a pretty good value right now that will pay
1: off, but obviously injuries, right?
0: Yeah, you're gambling yeah. with health for him. You're not gambling on talent or situation.
1: Yes, okay. So he's got two out of three, but health is obviously a big one.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: for sure. And of the guys behind him? Yeah. What do you guys I think? Know. Benny Snell, I think we've seen him. I've heard good things from his camp. I don't see a ton there. Anthony McFarland, I did like a bit as a prospect. He, I don't think for me he profiles as a... Necessarily a three down back, but a guy that could be explosive might be the best option for fantasy of the three behind Connor.
0: And Jalen Samuels, meh. Meh. I, I like meh. the one,
2: yeah, who had him as a tight end.
0: I like him better as a tight end, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's where I liked him. Was that last yeah. year or the year
0: before? Last year, I think. Has been around two years? I don't know.
2: Oh, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't
0: matter. Every day is the same fucking day. I don't even know what year it is right now. I know it's 2020 because <laughs> it's <everything. laughs> yeah, everyone's just like, like right. oh, 2020, uh, my plans, right. 2020, meme, me meme. Me. But other than that, no, every fucking day is the same.
1: All right. Well, we'd be kidding ourselves and the ones around us if we thought this year uh, this is going to be a regular season even though technically it's called the regular season as American hones in on the billion dollar mark of the COVIDian infection. Uh, there's a few QBs we should note who may take the field and in fact even maybe save your season perhaps late in the season. Somebody goes down. Would you guys agree? Well, I don't care if you agree. Or not.
0: I, I I didn't realize I, I got to read the doc beforehand because I kind of let the cat out of the bag here with my earlier comment, but I, I couldn't agree more, Dave.
1: Well yeah, I, I wasn't sure if he had read it. I like, go, oh, this guy just Jason guy knows well, what he's
0: fucking talking about. I planned on reading it, Dave. I really did. And then I got busy <laughs> at work today and I couldn't get paid to make this.
1: <laughs> uh so yeah, so we're gonna talk some like super flex quarterback for primarily. Um hopefully your regular quarterback is you know, so, um,
0: ring goes Hopefully, well, in a,
2: you know, one QB league. I hope you're not leaning on Jake Lutton. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Superflex Dynasty.
2: Spoiler
0: alert.
1: QBs aren't my weakness this time. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad you brought this guy in, Jake Luton. Luton. Is it Luton or Luton? Luton. Know? Luton. Luton. Yeah. Luton. It would make sense to rhyme with gluten. gluten we'll we'll gluten, find out
0: man. if he ever starts. Then the announcer will say it and then we'll know.
1: There we go, because they never get it wrong. All right. So Luton, he, um, I guess the GM, Codwell, David Codwell, Apparently, this is from uh, where'd you say Roto World? I believe you said, Ty? Yes, we'll do Yes, Roto World, I don't know. This it's from somewhere. We didn't
2: say it. Uh, so for Ron, somewhere, he, somewhere out there in the fantasy football zeitgeist. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, but they made the decision easy to um, to release Mike Lennon uh, and Josh Dobbs. So it looks like he's the backup to, to Minshew. But I think Minshew, I think is is he's the guy for sure. Oh, yeah. So that's not something happens there, uh, injury wise or COVID wise, or uh, or he really struggles, I mean this team is not by any means in the playoff hunt. Well, they're um, in the the
2: first overall hunt. <laughs> <out>. <laughs>
0: yeah, <for laughs> track, <exactly. laughs> they're not in the hunt. I. Huh? They've already shot the fucking. I don't know. <laughs> they might try. I, I don't it. hunt, so the, the the really big deer with the nice horns. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. <laughs> he kind of
1: stood to me as one of the guys that. For, there's a lot of guys if you look on the. Um, on the waivers that have an N.A. beside them. And this guy did not. So, all right. (laughs) this guy. So, (laughs) he is applicable. Uh, (laughs) But, man, there's a lot of N.A. Nicest thing anybody's ever said about him. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think if you have the room, I mean, that's the kind of guy of of this group of people that kind
2: of... He
1: wrote... some other guys in here as well that are definitely worth mentioning. Some guys have been around the league for a little bit, or just uh, waiting in the on the sideline to get in. Uh, and other guys have not really proven themselves, but have the potential to uh, stand in for their their fellow quarterback. So I've talked about Lutton. Uh, do you want to talk about any of you of uh, the next gentleman on our list, Mister Mister Nick Mullins? Yeah, I'll talk about Nick Mullins.
2: I, I I like Nick Mullins. I'm of the belief that I don't think there's a huge talent separation between him and Jimmy Garoppolo. Here, here. <laughs> so I think, you know, if, if Garoppolo does end up having to miss any time this year, whether it be injury or you know something to do with COVID, I think Nick Mullins steps in and puts up pretty similar fantasy numbers. Uh, we did get to see Nick Mullins play in 2018, where he actually had a pretty reasonable pace and eight game started a sixteen game pace would have been you know 4,500 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, and that was on a much worse 49ers team. That was a four and twelve team that doesn't have a lot of the talent they have now. Um, and he's also he's been in the system a few years. He's familiar with everything. I think he's a guy you could plug and play pretty much right away if he did end up getting starts there. So not
1: a bad guy to have stash on your dynasty bench right now, especially yeah. in Superflex. Yeah. I agree with that. He's I, yeah, he has been around a league. I've seen him kind of around. Uh he just hasn't really got a chance. Uh... I think it's his four this will be his fourth season in Shanahan's offense now, if I'm correct. Okay. So he yeah. knows it well. Yeah, they like they like him there. So I think he's a bit of a comfort to uh... Guy to have there just in case something does happen. I think you guys are right. There's uh, Garoppolo. He's a he's an okay quarterback, but there's certainly not. Yeah, I
0: don't
1: think that's mm. it's not like a world of difference the yeah, team in my exactly. mind. So. Exactly. With the way they
0: play, I feel like with Nick Mullins as well. I think he's a guy you want to have in your roster. You might want to make some space for him, not just for this season, but I feel like he's going to be a quarterback that might get a shot in training camp in a year or two. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't think he's going to be the backup there forever. I think he might might get a chance to compete for a starting role.
1: With his experience, and he, he can be a, a game manager. Is that, is that when you say that? He can manage a game no problem, get put some points, keep them in the game.
0: I think he could be a starting yeah. quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be a great one, but I think he could be a starting quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Just, uh, well, as long as he
1: doesn't take Lutton's job in Jacksonville, we're okay. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, the next guy on the left
1: side, I think this guy, is this a rookie, Andy Dalton? Uh, Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, Andy Dalton! Well, Andy, my fellow ginger here, he's backing up for Pooh.
0: I call him Handsome Dave. <laughs>
1: yeah, <today. laughs> Bizarro Dave, yeah. uh, d-
0: Dave Dave's the d- version
1: d- of
2: Andy Dalton Where he made a really bad decision as a, as a child <laughs> <laughs> Life went off the rails
0: I call Dave Bizarro Andy
1: <laughs> uh, If Dak goes in uh, I mean you got Dalton He's got a lot of talent around him And obviously they can run the ball too They don't even have to pass the ball But they got a lot of threats there So I think I mean, I picked Andy Dalton up because I, I hope. I mean, he could get. It could be a trade involved too. If somebody needs a quarterback, they might try to get Dalton through a trade, maybe, possibly. I
2: think, it, I think if that, if Dak that gets hurt, I think, I think if Dak gets hurt and Andy Dalton's starting any significant stretch of games, he's probably ranked as a weekly top fifteen quarterback. Absolutely, just 15. with that offense
1: around him. Absolutely. So yeah, I, and he's got the experience, the the confidence. Until so obviously, unless he plays in the playoffs, the confidence isn't there anymore. But
0: well, has he been bad in the playoffs? Uh well the, like a streak. <laughs> <Yeah>. i mean <laughs> the bengals they, have been playoffs, we're yeah.
1: fine <laughs> uh they are blocking that playoff win in a while but uh they'll get back mm-hmm. in there um i guess that's pretty much it i mean we all
3: know andy what he brings to the old table yeah he's been about a top 20-ish yeah fantasy quarterback i mean for his seasons with the bengals nothing fantastic but that's a high upside backup quarterback that you should probably be stashing on your lineup anyways. Cause I mean, there's a chance that he's on a one-year deal. I'm pretty sure there's a chance he could go somewhere else and fill in or, you know, become a sort of a Teddy Bridgewater, like a, a gap solution, you know, till the, uh, franchise quarterback emerges. So yeah. I'd keep an eye on Andy Dalton. For sure. Well, would you keep also keep an eye on a man named Jameis Winston, the backup in New Orleans? Yeah. Cause if you're not Definitely. careful, the
0: ball might fly out of his hand, hit you in the face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and lo- and lo- Unless you're one of his wide receivers,
2: then you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> if,
0: Guys. if you're on the other team, though, be careful. That
3: ball's coming right to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but James. anyways, he does translate into fantasy. We, uh, we know that. I think
0: he's the, so, best, yeah. the second best or the best handcuff to a quarterback in football right now. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. I mean, Breeze, he, he's hes an Iron Man. He kind of reminds me of Cal Ripken Jr. of, of the baseball. But he is old For, as balls. But he's, his, he is old has my balls because he's 42 and I'm 42. My balls are the same age as me. That <laughs> uh, Actually, I didn't get them until later.
0: Uh, <laughs> they didn't drop. Actually, they, they didn't did, drop until Dave was 16.
1: I'm still waiting. Um, but yeah, he's definitely the guy to have. I would love to have him on my. I don't have him anywhere myself. It just wasn't available. No. And, and it's
2: it's really not impossible that this is Drew Brees' last season. And James Winston is the heir apparent in Sean Payton's offense. On the Saints, I, I would want to own that.
0: And we yeah, have not for, seen for fantasy. We have not seen twenty twenty, not the year. Vision, Jameis Winston. <laughs> he did have he did have corrective yeah. surgery to fix his inability to pick out his receivers from the defenders.
1: I wonder if that hurts him in fantasy. He becomes like a decent quarterback, but his fantasy value goes down for whatever weird reason. Was we he colorblind do. as well? I probably. I think that's yeah. just rumors because of the interceptions, I think. I think that's just... I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it... it also yeah. checks out. It. it also really checks out. <laughs> story though,
2: checks so. out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, the next guy in this, and I'm glad you put this guy in here, because I did snag him in the last pick. Uh, he was my last pick of one of our drafts, our most recent drafts. So I, um, I wanted him. I, I talked about him. That's Jalen Hurts uh, in Pitts, uh, not Pittsburgh. Fuck me. Right. Uh, State. Wrong city. Philadelphia, he, I think he's going to be Wentz's backup. Correct me if I'm wrong. He is the guy to back him up. Uh, there's yeah. another guy. Nate, uh, Nate Sudfeld is there. But. Yeah, and then I think they
2: brought in McCown, though, I believe. Yeah, they're uh, paying they're paying McCowan to stay at home in Texas yeah. and just tech be on their practice squad and yep. you know, go to meetings virtually. Yeah. McCown's there is like a, a just absolute safety blanket type thing.
3: Okay. But you think they'll? I get think them. I think they just want McCowan around to be dressed as Santa Claus for the Christmas party. Like, like, why yeah. is like you know what I mean? Like, McCowan's great though. Like, I wouldn't mind having him around my
0: team. Maybe they're doing like an, a like a remake of a Rocky movie, and then Josh <laughs> McCowan's going to play the role of Dolph Lundgren because <laughs> he definitely looks like him. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he's got, got a little bit. Of a, yeah, a little, little bit, bit
1: of Dolph. Dolph look
2: to him. Oh, that ch- oh, the, that chiseled
0: chin, those icy eyes.
1: I've ever seen uh, Rambo, Rocky. What was the movie to Rambo? say? Rambo? <laughs> he, oh, Rocky. <laughs> oh, Rocky. I haven't seen any of the Rockies.
0: <laughs> you should. They're movies that have been made that are popular. <laughs> yeah, that good. <laughs> I never really liked much myself, but I don't really yeah. like movies. Yeah, they're all right. They're okay. They're, right. they're movies. Now, right. the most interesting thing in Philadelphia, though, is that Jalen Regore, okay. you guessed it, fellas. Shit. He might play. <laughs> He might, he might play week back, one. He's back at practice today, Wednesday. Wow. Be back,
2: should be back week two for sure. So. Week two for sure. What a sure. tenacious guy! What a tenacious little little guy. That man, that, that
0: last... man can heal a labrum like nobody else's business. Wow! And if I know <laughs> yeah. anything about wide receivers, if you heal labrums, you're good.
1: Yeah, sounds like yeah. it. Well, I hope
2: he's for a... Jay's sake. He's, he's speeding everything, even in recovery.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah, true that. But effort. back to
2: yeah, cor- back to quarterback though.
1: Well, that's it. Unless like, you guys uh. You have anyone else? i to a-
2: say Well, Jalen. The reason Jalen Hurts, I think, is interesting is obviously his rushing upside, and he has yeah, that really yeah. high, you know, that really high fantasy potential. And Carson Wentz started the year, you know, a little bit banged up again. He has a bit of an injury history. Yeah, so like, that's why he's interesting. I don't know if Jalen Hurts projects as a NFL starter throughout his entire career or anything like that.
3: No, he won't but be a he winning be
2: quarterback. A
1: fantasy
3: quarterback then.
1: Yeah, which is good
3: well, ah. i mean it's, i think he, i think he could be like a tyrod taylor type high-end mm-hmm. backup you know what i mean like starter he's got
0: somewhere for a couple of years got the
3: ability to yeah like fringe starter can use legs pretty better for fantasy than real life quarterback
0: yeah he's
1: definitely so one those. that's,
3: that's okay. kind of interesting
0: if i learned anything about the nfl and lamar jackson is that scouts sometimes cannot evaluate quarterbacks until they get to the nfl yeah, and true. every now and then you find a Lamar Jackson, where people say, "Oh, his passing game is not good enough. He he won't be that great of yeah. a quarterback." And they turn out to be pretty yeah. good. So you never know with a guy like him. But then again, you get guys like Josh end. Yeah, exactly. But then you get guys like Josh McCowan that are, you know, they never profiled as a great starter. But the guys, I mean, how many times in your career of doing fantasy have you owned him to save your fucking season? So guys <laughs> like that do have some value. But if you're looking pure upside. Jalen Hurts got some pure upside. Yeah, he's a, yes. he's a, he's a true lottery ticket, mm-hmm.
1: like a keno or a bingo or a, like those three dollar ones are the best.
0: Those are ones. Scratch tickets, Dave. Lottery tickets like oh, like, you're right. Yeah, yeah no, like powerball like or lotto six forty nine
1: remember those Nevada tickets? Is, those? You know, you know who
0: you know. The, jo- Josh Golden. McCown is a fucking scratch ticket because every now and then you get your three dollars back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright guys, uh, that's all we have for today. Uh, thanks for joining this week's edition of the Dynasty Football Life podcast. Thanks for letting us your ear. Uh, hope we filled it with knowledge. Speaking of filled, stay tuned for next week's episode where we discover if Ty's pant creams increased or decreased after Washington's game. See how Gibson does. So, is there any guys um, specific games as we, we go out here that you're really keeping your eye on? Mostly all of them.
2: Yeah. More and more situations. I want to see how things go. I want to see how Miles Sanders plays week one. He's always mm-hmm. been a big fan. I want to see if he's healthy and he gets the full workload. Antonio Gibson's obviously, yeah, he's, he's the biggest the He's the, he's the
0: most watching. intriguing one for me, for sure.
2: Okay. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the rookie wide receivers, some of them were listed as starters. The Raiders guys, you'll see how Ruggs and Edwards are used. Uh, Jerry yeah. Judy's listed as a co-starter. I want to see you know what his usage is. A lot of times, rookies don't get used a lot early, but some of these guys might have potential, so it'll be interesting. I think the I, I think the whole Raiders team yeah.
0: is going to be really interesting. Like Hunter yeah, Hunter Renfro was, fun, was yeah. a guy a lot of people got kind of excited for last year because he seemed to get a lot of work, and if he can get some work with Tyro with uh, Tyro Williams out or Tyro, that who that is, yeah. the Gazelle Tyrell, yeah. Tyra, yeah. Tyra. So if, yeah. if he gets some work and uh, Darren Waller can kind of repeat what he did last year, I think it's going to be a fun team to watch and a, an interesting team for fantasy.
2: Yeah, with Ruggs and Edwards yeah, too. That's actually yeah. not a bad pass catching group. And and I Let's think
0: go. everyone who shit on Michael Gallup after after the draft, I think, might be a little bit, uh, yeah, not us. No, no uh, might be a little more intrigued after this after this uh, first couple of weeks. Anyway, it'd be interesting
1: yeah. to see what kind of activity there are uh, for fantasy guys after week one. How many moves people make after one week? So
0: I like I like week eight when people panic. Yeah, I might.
1: See, I think we might see panic after week one. But. You might. I think you'll see something. Yeah.
0: I think you'll see guys in your team that just you know they, they some like look for who blows up and don't waste your fucking fab dollars and the guys that just blow up week one. Every yeah, year you have guys that just blow up in week one that do nothing the rest of the season. Sammy Watkins and then you just got to be careful with your fab dollars and don't buy into the hype, buy into the situation, and buy into the actual talent.
2: I could see Randall Cobb having eight or nine targets on Thursday if Brandon, especially if Brandon Cooks doesn't play. Mm -hmm. Don't be the person that buys into Randall Cobb. Don't use your fab.
0: If you do, two dollars max.
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) two
0: percent. Two percent of your fab.
1: I've been sitting on Cobb for for three years now, waiting for him to come back. This is it. So you you picked up Cobb after
0: he was good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Timing's everything. Cheaper that way. Smart. Uh, Speaking of timing, our time here is up. Thanks for listening,
0: guys. Uh, We'll see you next week. See you, boys. Have a good night, folks. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast.